Okay, this week we're going to do a recap and the games that happened. The Champion League and the Europa game. I mean, I only watched the one Europa game with the Barcelona one because, I mean, I'm a Barca fan. So, yeah, I have no choice. But anyway, so we're going to start off with the game, the big game of the week. The PSG and Real Madrid game. So coming to this game, there was a lot of stories about, you know, the fact that Benzema was hurt to see, is he going to play? Are they going to risk him, you know, now or at the second leg? And the other one was the Ramos. I don't know what's going on with Ramos. This guy is hurt playing for one game and then he's hurt again. Either way, he missed it. So that would have been fun to see him play. But he's not He's not going to be there. So that was sad. And the other story is the Mbappe story. The fact that, like, you know, he's going there next season. He's 100% going there next season. So, and people are like, hey, are you going to play 100% with your, you know, future team? And he's like, nah, dude, I didn't even decide my future yet. I don't even know if I'm going to go there. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, he's playing with the media. But either way, obviously, he's going. He's going there. Now, let's go to the lineup. The lineup was up top. Mbappe, Messi, Perez, and, and Danilo. So, they were all great. They were all fine. And the defense, oh. They're slowly building, putting the build blocks together, okay? Like, look at this back. Okay, Hakimi. Nuno Mendes has been outstanding. Like, this dude came and made that spot his own. I don't even know who else plays in that position anymore. He's a starter. And then you got uh, Kimbepe, who has cleaned up. He has cleaned up his choice making. And then you got the captain, Martino, who is obviously, there's no, you know, one of the best center backs playing right now. So, you know, they were solid. And then Real Madrid came with the usual, you know what I mean? You know, you got the Casemiro's in the middle, Madrid and Cruz. Up top, surprisingly, they used Benzema. So it was Benzema in the middle, and then you got Asensio on the right, and then you got Vinicius on your left. And Vinicius and Hakimi, oh my. Dude, Vinicius couldn't get it. Like, I, I haven't seen a man get dispatched this many times. It was like the, what is it? It was like that Manchester City game where Jakulic just could not pass Hakimi. So same thing. He could not get past him. So he was on lockdown. Both of them, they could not come from the sides. They were up for loss for words. So anyway, the game starts immediately. Okay, immediately PSG got it. PSG looked so comfortable. I mean, there were times where they were just playing the back, just messing around. And Real Madrid looked like... <sighs> Tony Cruz was gas, bro. Tony Cruz was gas. But at the same time, they never broke, okay? They had Courtois... Courtois had the best game in his goddamn life, okay? For for last season, how trash he was, he's like, this is the season. This is it. It doesn't matter if my teams are off. I got you. Whatever PSG did to get out of the middle, and then they would come to the defense, and then Courtois was there. So they, they were creating chances everywhere, okay, on the first half, but they just could not get through Courtois. So now it's halftime, and you expect the Real Madrid to come back with, like, you know, with an answer. You know, they didn't think they were going to get this clean from, you know, PSG. But second half starts, and <laughs> the game picks up where he left off. They're still consistently pressuring them. And then the game was all about Kavahar and Mbappe. So Kavahar and Mbappe were just going at it the whole game, okay? I felt bad for this man, okay? Because everybody, the beginning of the game, we knew. <laughs> we knew Kavahar was not going to have a great night, okay? And he didn't have a great night. So Messi gives a great pass to Mbappe, and then Mbappe just, I mean, too quick. This kid is so fast. Remember the speed he used the Argentina game, the World Cup 2018? That speed is ridiculous, dude. He just used it, basically that same speed. Kavahar couldn't reach it, and then poof, penalty. Now, this penalty was taken by Lionel Messi, so he misses the penalty, and then like right when he misses the penalty, this is going to be basically the main topic point for this man right now. 
this guy has been throwing some fabulous passes, and we're not even going to focus on that. We're going to focus on the fact he missed this penalty, okay? Even after the game, Courtois was asked, like, hey, man, that was nice. You saved it. He's like, yeah, man, I studied this guy. Uh, I knew that, like, his last three, he went this way. But this time, you know, I just told my hand, you know, I kind of messed with him, and I got him. You know, penalty is it really is 50-50. You can get it or you cannot get it. As much as Lionel Messi makes penalties, every time he's up there, you kind of like, man, is he going to miss? You know, when when he's just not 100%, he just you can just feel like the penalty is not it. But most of the time, it's the goalkeeper. It's not like he put it out. It, it was a great shot. Maybe he could have went to the corner a little bit more. But other than that, it was just a great style from Courtois. I, PSG had 21 shots, okay? And Real Madrid had three shots. Real Madrid had zero shots in target, okay? One of the shots, okay? Caruso shot it from the middle, okay? And it was obvious. Come on. Come on. So, anyway, it was domination of the highest order. And at the last minute, you know, the game is going. You're thinking, if I was Real Madrid, I would be happy about this. And it felt like they were okay with this, too. They are like, 0-0. Zero, zero. We go back home. I'm, we're cool with that. We can take that. But Mbappe was like, I'm not having that. That's not going to happen. That's, there's no way that's not going to happen. And he just goes through Luz Vasquez and Milton so easily, man. It, so quick. Easy and quick. Like, so precise. So he goes through them and then puts the ball through Catois. The guy who's been a wall this whole game. He broke them. And that was the end of the game. And now, you know, it's great that they have one goal. But they could have had like four or five. And that would really put this game to bed. Like, now we're thinking, like, you know, that was a great game by PSG. Every position, they were on point. But there's only one goal. And it's not, like, advantage, goal, difference, whatever. That's That rule's out the window. So now it's just, like, you just win. Even if PSG goes back to, you know, Real Madrid and scored one more goal, it's still, like, two to nothing. PSG, Real Madrid can still come back. But are they going to come back? Now, that's where we are. Uh, we're, we're, we're analyzing the game afterwards. On the second leg, do we think Real Madrid can come back? I do not think so. I, I don't even see a world where that's even possible. I would assume PSG would be more upset that they couldn't finish this off in the first leg. I feel like there's more goals to come for them. And now that like Casemiro and Mendy is not going to play, who's going to replace them? The new kid? And in the, and in the back, Mendy, who's going to replace Mendy? Nacho? We'll see, bro. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Maybe Marcelo. <laughs> Maybe Marcelo. This is PSG fixture to lose. I mean, this is easy. So the second game on that day was the Man City game and Sporting. But obviously, I didn't watch that. There was no reason to watch that. There was no reason to watch that. They got beat by five to nothing. Okay, there's nothing more I can say about it. The only reason, the only thing to analyze about that game is to say that Sterling and Bernardo Silva have been amazing this season. Last season, they were both having, you know, lukewarm. Lukewarm, I would say. It was to the point that, like, they were both going to leave. But this season, they are, like, the main corporate. It didn't matter that, you know, this dude, $100 million, he came here and not doing anything. He's out there drunk and shit. He's out here. Man, how many girlfriends does he have? This dude's living the lavish, okay? And these guys are, like, are back. Are back in their prime. They're having a great time. Man City has not slowed down. There's been no doubt so far. Yeah, that's not, that's all I can say about that game. And coming into this game, you're thinking like, you know, it's against Italy's best team, arguably. And you got Premier League, one of the best teams. So they both played against each other. And you saw the difference immediately simply because this wasn't a 100% Liverpool team. 
and nevertheless they still won two to nothing okay and the first half it looked like you know it was very even it looked like it was very even okay there was a lot of chances where Inter Milan could have got it and this was a night where Liverpool just had another gear you can feel that they could always go to another gear and you can tell by the you know the substitute that happened in the game I never felt like Liverpool was going to lose this game I don't want any point on the second leg now they're going back to Liverpool's home Anfield I'm not going to say anything more about that. The game after that we had, I mean, it didn't seem like Bayern was dominating this game. Uh, other than the shots. The shots was like ridiculous. Tonight was just, a, it was an off-right for Bayern's front three. You know, and it was a bad night for Bayern's defense. Because Bayern defense has been garbage the past three three games they played so far. they just been terrible. They might leave this tournament from a defensive mistake than not scoring enough goals. You know what I mean? I really don't know what to make of it. On Thursday, it was the Barcelona and Napoli game. And coming into this game with Barcelona's side, who is slowly putting their stuff together, you're not really sure what you're going to get. You're assuming, you know, and going off from the last game, they were very great. It's just they just can't finish. It's just we were having a terrible time finishing goals. So anyway, coming into this game, I wasn't really thinking that Napoli was going to beat us. I really thought it was going to be a tie. But playing the game, you're watching the game, should have been a tie. There's no way this game should have been a tie. It's ridiculous. Like, we could have actually lost. It wasn't just a tie. Barca could have lost the game. And if you watch the game and you cover, like, the scoreboard, you're like, I bet you this game is, like, four to nothing or something, you know. And I'll tell you a little story about the Barca weasel, I call it, you know. This is where... People come, great players from different places come, they have great season, and they just crumble against the pressure of being a Barcelona player. And I feel like that curse is back for Torres because my man, my man, my man had my man had at least four chances where he could have finished this game. Like four clear chances. It wasn't like, you know, here, here, there. It's like chances that I, I could be like, I could score one or those two chances. But... He can't, and I think mostly because the pressure is just too hard on him. He's basically the next, you know, striker, not just for Barcelona, for also Spain. Like, the whole country's invested in this guy. You get what I'm saying? Morata, come on. Come on, guys, come on. And Spain is not really known for having great strikers. Since they feel like there hasn't been anything like him, really. They're hoping this guy would be the guy. Because he had a great season in the Premier League. So they're hoping, you know, he can just get on it. So he had all these chances and he couldn't score. He just could not score. And Xavi would just not take him out because the investment is just too big on this guy. You get what I'm saying? So we tied. You know, we got we got lucky. He got a penalty, which was fine. And the other thing to talk about is that Chiori got replaced by Dembele. You know, the the crowd was booing Dembele at like a few touches, but as the game went on, he was getting very comfortable, and you could see why. Triore just could not be Dembele. And the difference between them, Napoli finally figured out how to stop him. Simply just have just have two people on him. You know what I mean? One person tried to stop him from going to the corner and the other one from coming in the middle. So each time he had the ball, the uh, the wing would come help the back. But when Dembele, he didn't care. He just went through them. Yes, Triore actually also got through them once or twice. But Dembele was doing it effortlessly and he was coming into the box. You know, I'm surprised they didn't get a goal. Overall, it was a great game with just no goal. Like, dude just could not score a goal. It was to the point that, like, after the game, he cried. I think he cried a little bit, as he should. 
And Xavi was saying, you know, we need to get behind him. You know, even Luke Suarez was having this problem too. And I don't remember Luke Suarez having this much of a problem. Maybe because Luke Suarez was surrounded by like Lionel Messi and Neymar that you didn't, we didn't even notice it. So now it's more noticeable because we don't have anybody scoring goals. And he's the main guy. Like he's the expensive player that we got. And he just, he needs to get his shit together. Like real quick. Anyway, but that's it for this week. Peace out.